yourself little teaser of the podcast joining me today is my my persecutor uh, my boss my producer and someone I love who apparently is going to fucking sell me out from the beginning Yvonne I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy and to I start doing this shit with you that I always suck at. Aren't you excited? I am, actually. I am. You've been talking about this for a while, so this is really exciting. I, I'm yeah. really happy about this. I'm happy that it came through after everything we've been through, but we'll talk about that on another episode. A lot of people want to know, in, in an episode really, you know, dedicated to that, like how how I got through and you're a big part of that I want you to say how you got through because that was a thing for you too but that's not what this is about so should I start singing let's hear it what no. are we talking about today I'm not gonna fucking do that but <laughs> you should tell the story of what this is about I don't think I shared that Matthew loves me for it Matthew is Yvonne's husband who's been enduring me for quite some time now yeah, no, we, you know what, um, we've all endured you, but it wasn't like that. You know, you're, 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 know. you're part of the family too. So, you know, we all, we don't hear from you. We miss you. We want to know how you're doing. <sighs> I feel the same. So, but you, you know, could, you could really do without my singing. Absolutely. So I have something to tell you. You do know that I actually have a good voice. And what I did to you guys on Christmas, I do every year. And the horrible, horrible out of tune is completely on purpose. You do know that, right? Well, you keep saying that, but, you know, I've yet to hear that glorious voice of yours. Karaoke, bitch. Let's do it. You know what? You know what? We should do that. Let's do that. Let's have you sign up to Smule. You know that app? Smule or like the voice and you can actually like compete with friends of yours. How about we try that? What would you think? Oh. La cucaracha, la cucaracha, ya no puede caminar. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only music that will come out of my mouth is going to be I probably hip hop. So, some reggaeton. <laughs> that doesn't require necessarily some bad bunny. Some bad I would sing, you know what, just to annoy the fuck out, out of you also, La Reina del Flow or some shit like that. <laughs> Did you watch it? 
course not. That's something my mom would watch, but you know. Thank God there's visual for that. Do you want to describe the visual for people that are just going to do the audio? Yeah, go ahead. Tell them what you're doing right now. No. Just, but well, that's the emblema, no? Right, Wait, exactly. I think I had, a, I had an Eiffel Tower. All right, so listen. We are going to start the first episode with Jill. That's going to be fun. We know I'm going to grill him. You and Jill have this amazing chemistry throughout the very fun and sometimes difficult the webinars but we've had a lot of fun when you guys were both you know producing um and you've dealt with the crisis on there as well which all had to do with what happened to me too like the breach of security and all of that but you guys have an amazing chemistry and then it turned into something really strong during this time you know where i had to handle what happened with the company and uh you're talking about me being part of the family. Like I literally, literally was in your living room every night and you were in mine throughout the night until the morning. And your chemistry with Jill is so amazing. And it's so, it's like really skin deep, like skin deep now through fun and like, you know, me like breaking his balls and busting your chops because those webinars, I was not good with timing and screaming with, why the fuck doesn't it work? And you guys are really great together. And then the whole other part where you were like my guardian angel and, you know, my moral compass and the director of every fucking shit that was going on and shitstorm, you know. And so I you can't know. wait to see you guys kind of like interact. And that's what I want with this podcast. This is why I want to have you there. I want you in the little window there. That's why you're going to be a guest instead of a producer on if we use, you know, this system. Yeah, no, you know what? I think I think it really was um, interesting how the three of us, you, Gilles, and I just kind of connected from the beginning. Yeah. We didn't have time to get to know each other, right? We started mm -hmm. in a timing where you were doing your webinars and we needed a job. And you came on in an emergency. Do you remember? Because... Mm -hmm. I had somebody else do it, which, you know, I was like, it, it was, she was also, I think, very new in the business, but um, I didn't realize that whatever happened on Instagram could really like move to the webinar as far as security and that these trolls and these people that were, you know, that group that was always attacking us could like try to get in. And so when that happened, I'm like, okay. You know, we need to redo this webinar because it was like, it was horrible. So you came for the redo, right? Right. And you came into a crisis because we had like had a breach where the, you know, the invasion of privacy of the people that were in the webinar had happened. And I kind of like was afraid of that. And I was like, okay, I need an adult. And I remembered that this is what you also do for a living. Although you've been coming for me coming from you so like so long telling me that you want to be a retailer of Inulin and I didn't feel enough of a grown-up for you to be so when you came in it seems we fall in love with you during crisis yeah I mean mutual it was such a unique situation to be in and, and um yeah but it, but but the flow worked out perfectly right and I think that's where you see where there is chemistry yeah. and where the group meaning I, you, Jill, and I could connect, right? And then eventually getting to work with 
um, you know, either, either your customers or your other staff. It was great because you just see that connection that can happen. And that does make a difference in how things can flow, right? Um, sometimes yeah. if you don't have that connection, it makes it quite a challenge. So You know what? I think you get to know during crisis also, like the, the part of the person that's most vulnerable, most human, most altruistic, because I think the big challenge for me was also to kind of like go, you know, like, Yvonne, I like, are you okay? I don't want you to get sick, you know? Like you were taking a lot on your shoulders. Um, and, and I had to keep on remembering that. So I think that, you know, when, when you help people in a crisis like that and you take it so much to heart, even though it didn't truly affect you yet, you weren't a retailer yet then. And I, and I see that you actually, even when you handle the crisis of, you know, the, the franchise causing the company to get so damaged and hurt i still think you did it for me even though this time you you know you had money in the game but i think we saw how our family were families were like i don't even know like how your kids kind of like just went for it they didn't know me very well mm-hmm. and that must be because they really love you and how much you i think communicated that it was important to you But I have to say during the webinar, the way that you handle the crisis, which like you, how the fuck do you invoice? You're not invoicing. You don't invoice at the time, but the way we handle this and in between so much fun also because so many fuck ups. Yeah. And then we had also the virtual retreat in between where we had fun. Well, I had fun. You had stress because I can't stay on time i can't be on time i'm super organized you know that the only thing is i give more time and that is your nightmare yeah no it's 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 still you know it was still fun i told you this i i enjoyed working with your you know your clients at that time your your guests everybody and it it, i get it i I enjoyed asking about your sex life right in the middle of webinar like of you know webinar and guest hosting that was so fun yeah, and it and it's chaotic, but that's what makes it fun, right? We were working across so yeah. many time zones yeah. because you know you start on your end where you are, where I am, but then you also had, you know, your um, guests and your clients that were in between both of our time. Yeah, zones. the private the private sessions and also kind of like keeping the thing human. I'm really really bad at keeping things on timing because what I do is you know it's health, but it's also like cortisol and so like how do i cut that off mm-hmm. and we had a lot of fun i love to put you in a position i always think you're gonna be like shutting your shutting your screen and writing to me like but are you fucking crazy but you don't and like you just laugh and you deal with it but what was cool about it is that you've been a customer so that that's the fun part but i think this is gonna be really fun um i feel a lot safer with this which means that people are going to get just the best out of me the way that you do. Aren't you excited? I am. And you know what? You, you used to do podcasts before. You know people liked it. Mm. People enjoyed the information that you gave but them. But I didn't and because I was talking to the walls. Well, yeah, but now this is different, right? Yeah. So it'll be more interactive for you, but also give you an opportunity to re-engage with all of those folks that really love you know, to hear what you had to say. 
And now it's, you know, there's also the incentive behind it because the whole idea with this is that every guest host we're going to have are going to, not every, but the first ones we're going to have are the ones whose podcasts, um, Sharpboard content, Sharpboard content as far as the network is going to host. So like we have Tammy coming in and then she's, we were producing and hosting her podcast, Transcending Belief, right? And so, you know, we have Sophie Lelouch, who's also um, an MD, but she's chosen to leave like, you know, general medicine to go into functional and she's writing a cookbook. Her podcast, like we have like, you know, the Salty Vogue, who has been a follower of mine and like such a good um, blogger and just like, you know, a fresh mind. And then she connected with Tommy and wrote me about it and she's like oh my god i'm so excited you convinced tammy to do a podcast i'm launching my first podcast and i was like you are do you want to come on i want to really push on the you know the incentive of the lemon thrown at me that we're turning into such good pink fiber sweet glittery lemonade and you know bring them onto our network and protecting them under the european laws from the abuse that we all get on social media you know and so that and and it's across the board i realized there's a lot of people that write me and go i have this tiny blog or i have this brand and i'm constantly getting attacks and i have an idea of who it is or i don't know but i do believe that people are scared and they're giving less of their goodness as far as content creators or you know brand owners that would like to show more of who's behind the brand or you know people with talent that are showing less I mean, take even, you know, Ariel Sharnas, you know, she has been one of the first bloggers. And then after, during COVID, she's lived through something, whether she was right or wrong, the whole cancel culture, but like, then comes and piggybacks uh, the people that wish you death and like, you know, she was pregnant and then, and I could see now when she posts, even though her popularity, I mean, she's one of the very first bloggers you could see that she's doing it with so much, you know, reserve, like that there's a fear, kind of like me, my content has changed too, you know, I still do the sunlight therapy, and I'm holding back from sharing it, you know, I like, this is something for me that is not about the way my face looks, or about where I live, and this specific content is what was used to show specific about what the front of my house looks like, so that they could figure out if it's in Monaco or if it's not, or, you know, oh, my face or whatever. So yeah. the whole thing is so fun because you're going to produce a bunch of incredible people that are going to have that podcast and they're going to be our guest host. And, you know, Tammy's coming at least once a month That's to be our, you know, spiritual and, you know, and uh, our guide of wisdom um, guest host and expert. And I think that that will be cool. And we're going to do some cooking also. Did you find out? I forgot to tell you. No, thank you for uh, Yes, that, you, you can thank Lauren. Doing. We're going to do some cooking. Well, you'll be doing one. You'll cook with me. Oh, will I? Are we, are we, are we uh, cooking drinks? What are we cooking? We're always cooking with drinks. <laughs> always cooking with drinks. <laughs> but this non-cook uh, cooks... Drinks. But that's okay. no, this is the that's whole point. This is the whole point of a cooking show. You show how to cook. So, the reason that I say you're going to do it with me 
I'm gonna do it with some guests once in a while, but you know, like I love to spend time with you, especially if you have to be here as a producer. So the whole point is because it's a podcast and it's audio, as we're cooking, you know, we have to do some audio and that's the time like I ask you or I tell you we make meatballs. What's my favorite thing to say when I you know make meatballs? God knows yeah, don't touch the balls. Don't touch the balls. In the kitchen. You do that in the bedroom. <laughs> and I know that you know that because you were hosting my private cooking classes with, you know, my, my clients on the virtual retreat. Yep. Yep. No, this is exciting. It really is. Um, and, and it's fun to hear that you'll have um, guest speakers too because I think it gives folks an opportunity to also get to know other folks right right you know I had the opportunity to to talk to Tammy for example yeah. privately and then in the virtual retreat yeah she was a guest expert an amazing woman and it's amazing and it'd be great for other people to get to know her and so forth with all your other guests as well so that's that's exciting and the thing is though like you know the first ones are the ones who are becoming broadcasters and podcasters and the whole idea will you do that by the way because like i'm not looking forward to it you know how well you know this because you know we're doing this together but you know how um the stories on instagram is really like it journals your day like a diary and it's like 15 minutes if you put your maximum stories and then it stops you from adding more it's 15 minutes so the idea for me was to do like howard stern you had this radio show that I would listen in to in New York. Um, I was very, very young at the time. It's like, he's the one who really introduced this whole idea. You know, this is not new. This is like Howard Stern. He was a genius. He's the broadcaster, radio host that got the most fines in the United States for a syndicated show. And he was one of the, well, he's like, he's been the wealthiest with the longest career. And a genius, a genius, because that show, and you're the same age as me, so I'm sure that you know, I never really listened to on the radio, but I couldn't wait to go home and like the after hours, you could find it on TV, he had it recorded. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, he had this producer, like it was great, like we're talking like early 90s, I think, or yeah. mid 90s. That makes me sound really fucking old, doesn't it? Are you like counting? Why are you making this face? Are you like counting? I'm trying to. Re- I'm trying to remember. You know where I was during that time period. So life. I th- I don't remember where they used to play the show, but like it was like late, and then you could see the whole recording, and it was like you know the voyeuristic aspect of it because there wasn't all of this. I mean, you didn't even have like AOL at the time. You you didn't have internet at the time. Gosh, that makes me sound really fucking old the heck yeah i don't think we're the same age anymore fuck you (laughs) oh i forgot to tell you you know we can say that on this podcast (laughs) um i got sidetracked whatever so this whole idea the point is that it was genius to be able first of all to see the background the fact that he's brought his producer robin she was literally his interlocutor. You, you saw that this guy didn't want to talk to himself or just talk to the celebrities that came and sat on his couch. So, of course, you know, he grilled like Hugh Hefner and some of the, like, some of the, you know, 
Playboy bunnies and he had like um, Marky Mark, like Mark Wahlberg. But at the end of the day, even though we all tuned in and we love seeing these celebrities getting grilled about their sex lives and whatever, which was very, very out there for that time, you got to see the background, the producer, you know, like like people in the background that make that show happen. You got to see what the studio was like because they would piss off some of their guests and literally they would storm out and the cameraman would like follow them outside and you would be like seeing I don't remember who it was but like he would have you know the celebrities or like a politician or whatever and piss them off so much really out there he called out some of the biggest like assholes that turned out to be assholes much later and even though you got to see you knew he had those guests and you would just tune into the tv version of it you got really mesmerized with his relationship with robin his producer a black woman and a very very bossy kind of you know personality but you could see that she did not enjoy him you could see that she really really enjoyed getting abused the way that you get abused well it was a good chemistry right like, like again, you know what i mean like by getting abused it's like you could see yeah. she was dealing with like is you know whatever it's, it's colorful right, right. but yeah. I, you, now i know because now i read his book naked parts and lauren made me read it a long time ago saying you need to read naked parts you remember you remind me a lot of him and i was like is it the hair is it like the jufro because you know what he looks like he's like definitely no so now i read it a few years ago and genius really genius and you would never know i watched it as entertainment i wanted to know if you fucked robin i I enjoyed the show too and and there was that right it was the ability to see sort of behind the scenes but the disparity also like from two different worlds you know like look at you you're from el salvador okay we're very close in culture also because i'm from miami and i have a lot of mexican culture in me so there's that latina but i don't think this is what connects us the most so I have like my French side and then I think what connects us the most is how American we are and rap and like ride or die. I think like that, you know, that's the Latino kind of, but with them, there was, it w- remember though, at the time you put a woman who's your producer, I think she's about the same age as him too. It wasn't like he was exploiting her femininity or whatever, nothing like that. She was very charismatic. She had masculine energy which I think we both do in a way. And you could see that like, you just wanted to break that kind of like, like I do with you, cause you're super serious. And I'll just, you start cracking up. And you could see now when you read the book that she saw some of his genius and that's why she kind of like indulged him. But you got to see this whole thing, the whole voyeuristic thing. In the end, this is what Instagram is, right? So what I want to do to stay into the initiative of this whole thing is to bring the 15 minutes of stories every day and make it a show that's 15 minutes and maybe then one longer show a week that's like this you know this is gonna get i don't know where this is gonna go it's gonna be like a fucking bonus this is a bonus episode bonus episode a (laughs) pre-launch and i want you to give me a question for jill that i'm gonna ask him when I record the rest of the first episode on Saturday. Um, But what do you think about that? And like, just, you know, 
put those stories every day and like like they do on a morning show and kind of like narrating or you know something like that so that not only if I do that but the other podcast hosts that we have and all of them are American right now all of them are up against the first amendment right in the stand that in the in, in the thing that on Instagram it totally shills our safety our mental health from having the law kind of stand up for us because Instagram has to you know kind of look at it and go yeah it's not you know it's not abusive enough to be criminal you could sue them for defamation if you want um, and they let those people just go so far so I'm thinking why not use this podcast TV and kind of like add the stories that we would whether it's fun stuff whether it's your nail polish or whether it's you know all this content that you and I have even created you know for health or like those tips or and just have this quick 15 minute show Bethany Frankel does the 15 minute show and kind of like move all of that to the podcast I think it'll be fun I mean look people want to hear stuff people don't want to hear stuff for 22 hours either right so right. If you do small snippets and you we have curated pieces for them then I think it'll absolutely um, be an opportunity for folks to be engaged with you, yeah. hear what's going on, um, and not do it in a way that's extra long. Because, you, you know, people might be, um, people that do the audio might do it on their way to work, right? So Exactly. And then if you time. get, like, curious or if you want to finish at home or I think, like, watch it again. Sometimes I've had people say, I had to listen to this podcast again because you know it was so important what you were saying so how about get home and like continue watching it or like go home and cook and like kind of watch it or you want to be like mm -hmm. hey i like i used to do this with lauren's podcast i used to get so interested or captivated with the guest and go i want to know what they look like what she looks like and like kind of pull over and go on instagram just to see you know so and at the same time again like i said the incentive to kind of like use instagram to just put tiny snippets and then kind of like go you know if you want to see the rest of the day kind of go on the podcast and at the same time because we would feel so safe and i know i'm not the only one the content goes back to being a little like a little closer to us like a little you know feeling safer you see me when i'm performing like this i'm very different than when i was live on instagram yeah no so. it's, it's a different environment so it's a different space you know and so with that you're gonna just be different that's just how it works be different don't you like that okay so if i have to ask a question for jill on saturday when i record the rest of the first podcast with him give me a good question to ask him make oh. make it outrageous come on don't don't make it like something stupid like that um. don't let him get no, i'm not saying stupid something that he's just gonna get away with i know you love him i know you think it's so cute right 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 you know we have have much love for Gilles, so I don't want to torture him. Um, have Have we ever heard his per his perspective of him seeing you? Because I feel like when you guys first met, we know your version, but have we heard his? Yeah, he fell in love with my tits. No, but have we heard him say that? Maybe, maybe like really quickly but not in the podcast i don't think because he's been on the podcast before but i think that right. now you get to get the visual so should we ask him what do you want to ask him if he was so yeah, attracted I, to my I brains i want to know brains. like you could i want to know like were you like you know doing doing your sunbathing 
out in Monaco. I was in the mall. Fun. Everyone knows I was in the mall, I standing know, there waiting for my kids. sunbathing outside of the mall. Do I look like I fucking sunbathe outside of the mall? Yeah, you do. It's roads, you know. It's not the beach. <laughs> yeah, you do sometimes. <laughs> like seriously, you got so fucking daring. I swear. You wanted me to ask a question. I fucking created question. a monster. Um, you sure did. So, how should I ask that? Oh, well, actually, you ask. No, I'll ask. Because you probably will make it like all nice and stuff. So, But how do I grill him on that then? Well, you know, that's a good one. Because we need a real answer. We don't want him to say like, you know, a two-worded sentence. I oh, he's not going to say a two-worded sentence. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna answer it. You don't need to grill him. He'll do it. He yeah. might he might want to tell us something light, and we just have to remind him he can. He's gonna he's tell you I had nice tits. No, he's, he's not actually, but I know it's like first time you saw them. Like, right, you want him to be like she had a nice rack, etc., etc. But I want to hear what he has to say. What he has. To he's say. way more romantic than me, but you know that. Right. Except, know. well, you've seen him when I like scream at him. Why the fuck is that? And he just kind of is calm, drives me fucking nuts. Well, you saw that between yeah. the two of you. I just do you remember the time you guys were so calm that I walked away and I went upstairs? And you're like, Where is she going? He's like, She went to brush her hair, <laughs> just ditched us. Wait, the thing wasn't working. Like, you guys are so calm. Well, we have until we figure what are we supposed to do? Yell and everybody run upstairs to comb their hair. <laughs> the thing is, what no one knows is that today if you brushed you your hair. It, you go ahead and do it while we solve the problem. Why don't we tell everybody what I ask you before we get on camera each time, even not before we get on camera? Like I tell you to please brush your hair. That's my yeah. favorite thing to say to you. Right, right, it is. You're like and Dakota's kindred spirit. Nine out of ten, it will be up in some type of bun, <sighs> happily. And if it makes you feel better. My older brother always tells me that. Did you comb your hair today? <laughs> you know what? I feel like this is something that is so such part of like um like a tight bond actually because I used Dakota brushes her hair now, but they you make me think of her like you have that serious but at the same time very mischievous side to you. Um, and she probably was a rapper like us in another life. Um, but. You know, there's something to it. It's like kind of like bringing your intimacy and stuff. But that's definitely going to be something I'm going to ask you a lot. Should I talk about okay. the bra? No, we'll keep the bra for another time. Yeah, we'll do the bra another one. But I will, right. you know that, right? And then can can we like can we get your man to like get on and you know talk about your sex life? Oh gosh, probably not. That's <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I do want though him sitting next to you like he's been for i don't know how long throughout all that shit we've been working at night together and you know being on facetime doing that and like just catch him by surprise and be like hi you know like i like and just get him on he thinks we're on like facetime and and then and i'll ask him, him. <laughs> that would be fun yeah that I means he's pretty he's pretty clever guy so we might have to get really sneaky. To Listen, to I want to know because I think we need that picture. I think I have it. I'm going to post that picture of you in Miami. 
looking like a mamacita or sexy. Yeah, I I need to talk to him. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, what's what is something about me that no one knows? That you know. Uh, besides your supposed singing skills that we've yet to. Uh... All I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. We'll have to explain why you're talking about that, but no, no, just yeah, what? What is it that no one knows about me that you know? Um, I do think that um, working with you, you know, all jokes aside, like you really do put in a lot of hours, like a ridiculous amount of hours, and to the point where you know some might even say it's a bit excessive, and and I get it. You know, I yeah. get what it means to be someone that works hard, but you truly, you truly exemplify someone that's very committed. And it seems kind of um, crazy, especially um, I think folks sometimes have that disconnect with, let's say, a brand that they might follow yeah. and not really understand all that goes behind the scenes, right? But mm. we've talked about this before. You're yeah. I, I think I think California. you're right, but you know what? Like you perceived it, and it's true that when you see those less than fifteen minutes on Instagram, and sometimes you see the lunches and stuff, you know, and they batched, right? So people don't realize, and it's not a ridiculous amount of work. It's something that definitely, you know, I've been probably cured a little bit from now, but it's also having to prove myself more than everyone else, and you know, having a much smaller margin of error if no margin at all um and also like constantly kind of having my work being a little bit like attacked right and unfortunately because it's health and wellness and especially where i'm dealing with there are people whose lives have really been impacted positively and i'm always talking about cortisol and like you know not putting yourself in in a you know in a stressful position or you know saying no a lot or you know things that really preserve you and your hormonal response as a woman and the microaggressions from outside the fact that my customers whose whose health i'm contributing to but i'm also preaching to kind of like not deal with stressful situations and the way that i got attacked as far as you know i have a brand that was you know founder centric so people that hated me would attack the the the, the jar on Instagram and then they would attack whoever would repost me and that for me was a huge responsibility I think you saw that with the webinar but you know the fact that you say that I'm a hard worker and that this is what you chose to stay here was then is not even some schmoozing because the reason why I felt so safe with you by my side and I know you weren't even like thinking of billing and like you haven't I had to beg you but it's like I said, it's like, okay, if Yvonne, who's like such a moral person, such a moral compass, and I've said that on like one of my last videos that I put to kind of explain what was going to happen now, you know, then I'm okay. And there were points where you were like, Ingrid, we get it. Like, you need to stop. You need to stop giving. Like, this is too much. And it was like, okay, well, if Yvonne says it, then I think I'm okay because I know what kind of a person you are, your morality, like your walk of life. Um... But yeah, you know, ultimately, I think that even the fallouts with some people that I kind of like handed a little bit of the business 
to profit from because I thought they were part of the story as customers and why not you know small business you know owners or the women or whatever and I think the reason why it fell apart where I felt they were greedy and they felt like you know what the fuck was that they came in and they thought it would be easy they didn't realize that the work that I had to put in and that if they took some some of the exclusivities or like you know the franchise that they would have to put the same amount of work and I, I do believe that you know there is a lot of work that comes to this but I mean like again everybody let's let's just assume that every job people put in work right but what I saw especially because we both of us live in completely different time zones yeah. is seeing you really work across the different time zones yeah. so at the end what are you sleeping just literally a couple of hours yeah. right we've talked and it's two three four five in the morning your time and we're we're not talking to just hang out we're talking work no right? and like sometimes we weren't talking but i like i had your presence there and we would both be both be typing i would be ty- typing yeah. to you know the admin and like you know like to our auditors because we're dealing with this thing and you were writing the counterpart to the customers and sending this you know mass email but yeah it's true and ultimately this is one of the reasons where at the end i'm like you know i'm so in a way grateful and there will be an episode about that about my approach to you know like the that cabalistic thing that i always talk about which is like like everything happens for a reason and it's like and and it's revealed in time and you kind of have to look for that reason and kind of seek it to make it happen sooner because it's not like about and with that you know staying up working was mostly also I used to tell you like go to sleep and I'm like I just I'm so afraid of what I'm gonna wake up to in the morning you know being attacked being accused of things and you know so ultimately it's like I've had such joy seeing the success of this little brand and you know creating creating it and putting so much of my knowledge into it and my passion and like having life you know impacted even like your dad's and we'll talk about that too um a lot of it I realized was constantly fear-driven by like what am I going to be accused of even if I fuck up not on purpose or even if that employee fucks up and doesn't answer the emails so in a way I'm kind of glad I know it's weird to say but like I was like this time I just like I ended up in the hospital and I was like I I don't I don't want to build it again I know I can I have before this was the worst of all but to be like the fear-driven thing is not worth it and god knows i've put my kid through my kids through law school the two of them and then through their masters of law and living in london and you know give them this wonderful life and it was great as far as the connections but everything is outweighed by the counterpart which has been really difficult and you know this fear of always having my past being used if someone's not happy even if i make a mistake or someone else does something and it looks like it's me you know what i mean so in a way this is also why i was up at night like it a sense of responsibility but a sense of like oh my god you know like i need to constantly prove my integrity and usually integrity is not proven it's it's given until proven not being there right so this is i couldn't have done it without you for sure well it's team team effort you know, I did. I did want folks to know that, right? Because I didn't want people to think that 
you know, like you said, if it's 15 minutes that you can capture in stories, you know, on Instagram or whatever social media platform folks are using, the reality is, you know, there's more work. But those 15 minutes of work, you know, like when I stopped posting, you know that because you do it too, you know, and you do the coffee and I know what happens. I know how it goes when you take the video and like the thing falls and so you do it again. You know, it's work. The aesthetics you see, it's not that it's fake or whatever, but it's like, you know, you want to start eating your meal and you don't want necessarily to go and make this video and like save it and shit and then save and like, you know, wait, don't move. I have to do this, you know, it's like you have your family waiting and you have these people looking at you and judging you, you know, like all these stuff and and then you have to batch it. And so, but I loved it. I love doing it. And there's an huge part of it that I love and I love that the legacy is kind of like being taken on it couldn't be better than taken on by you and Lena who has also been really like a, a pillar of help and morals and you know kind of like looking at you and going did I do anything wrong and I know you would you've called me out on so much shit like I call you out on not wearing a bra I had to say it I had to say it. this is what this was this was a teaser <laughs> I can't wait to not talk to myself anymore again. Yes, it'll be fun. What's going to be the name of your podcast when I convince you to have one? Oh my gosh, I don't know because I have no interest at the moment. This is fun. I know, I know what we call it. Que calor en la discoteca. Que calor. (laughs) Que calor en la discoteca? Yeah, that's a no. No? Okay. Mm. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, you know what? I think we should talk about your choice of music. That's definitely something we have to go to. Ah, we can do that one day. Go sign on to Musmule. Let's do that. I will put it on this episode. Oh my god. I swear to you. (laughs) I swear to you. And Jill, if we put him on this competition, I bet you, you end up with some YouTube. Not bad either. Exactly. I, songs that I like, wouldn't even know. Where, where the streets have no name. Where the streets have no name. You don't even know that? Stop because pretending you're 26 years old. All the time. Oh my god. Smule, you know what? Oh. We're putting a little snippet of you singing on Smule. And me singing on Smule. And you'll see, it won't be like my Christmas song. Feliz Navidad. No, okay, I'll stop. Okay, till next Christmas. But I found the song for next Christmas. So basically, for many, many days before Christmas, during Christmas, and even a few days after, I call my favorite staff members. I call Yvonne and a few people in my family and friends. And of course, at home, it's all day. And I start singing the same song. And it's one song picked for each Christmas. So Yvonne was so lucky and her husband too and her mother at the mall. Your mother's face at the mall. (laughs) Pero mija, ¿qué está haciendo? ¿Está borracha? (laughs) I could see it on her face. It was like, okay, she's, you know, la inulina, el polvo blanco. And listen, he liked it. Your man liked it. No, he he didn't. He didn't. It's just like, it's just (laughs) very funny. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> what's wrong with her? Like I know a lot was wrong with her, but what's wrong with her? 
She's a little delirious, that's all. <laughs> Listen, I've got things on you that I will not share ever, but I will make allusions to your non badass Ari. Alright, I think that it is very late here or early, whichever way you look at it. Mm-hmm. By the yeah. way, how do I look? Do I look like a gremlin? Is it what I'm going to see when we get the footage? I don't know. Let me see. I don't know. Like, you, you would think as I a think producer, you should say, like, I look. All right. You know, Robin told Howard that you look amazing and you looked like not great. So, you could lie. So, what do you want me to tell you? That I look good? You look fantastic. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. You always do. At All three right. in the morning. So, Smule, we're doing that and I'm adding it on there. You have to because now I said it. Thank you for doing this with me and for putting up with my incredible skill in logistics and getting on. But that's because mm. it's your job. Next podcast, though, that we do and that we're going to see you is going to be the whole professional and all curated and organized one that is hosted and produced by Home Agency and Shark Park Content. That's right. Yeah, and I think you should host one with Jill. That should be fun. You can talk about how much you love me. Anyways, I love you. Thank you for (laughs) pretending to like me so much. Here we go. <laughs> it was fun. Mwah. I have something to tell you. This was not recording. Yes, it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is something that could have happened, right? With me. All right. I'll let you go then. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Oh, I put my finger in front of it. What an idiot. You do it. Can you do it? No, I have Probably to do it. not, because you have to do it. What do I have to do? What do I do? Oh, I know what I do. Sorry. Should we leave that on? Sure. It's part of your outtake. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs>